1: And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Every day we stand in an epic spiritual battle between good and evil, and safety is of the Lord. This is Truth Dealer Radio, warning believers to wake up
0: I'm Brian Moonen, and I'm sounding the alarm, asking you to wake up and join the battle for truth. And of course, the truth is God's word. And the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews 4.12 Again, welcome back. God bless you. I'm glad you're listening. Today I want to talk about everyday carry your cross. And recently I made a design and made a a patch for people who like to put a patch on their bag or their gear which says EDC your cross Luke 9:23. Luke 9:23 through 26 says and he said to them all, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. For what is a man advantaged if he gain the whole world and lose himself or be cast away? For whosoever shall be ashamed of me and of my words, of him shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he shall come in his own glory and in his Father's and of the holy angels. Praise God. So what Jesus Christ is saying there is that we need to take up our cross daily Everyday carry is kind of like a term that refers to the gear or the tools that that a guy or a lady likes to carry um, on a daily basis to be prepared for different situations. A lot of times it consists of a a good knife or a multi-tool, something that has a, a, a knife and a screwdriver, and a good reliable pen is a good thing to have on you, and a flashlight, some kind of a compact but reliable, powerful flashlight. And you'd be surprised in the workshop a lot of times looking for things. You need a flashlight even during the daytime to look in a box or look in a place where there's just not enough light. You can solve a problem very quickly having a good light, having a pen, having a knife. And oftentimes people need those things. and say, hey, does anybody have a screwdriver? Well, you can be like MacGyver. And yes, here you go. And you help them solve a problem. And Lord willing, um, a lot of times you don't need these things for anything major. But it's just on a daily basis. These are tools. It's good to have them. And people enjoy being prepared. We don't like to be caught off guard or be inconvenienced. So it's kind of a community of people who has that mindset. They like to be prepared. Some people take it too far. It can become like an indulgence. They have a mass collection with 5,000 flashlights and 400 pens and 900 knives. Okay, that's wrong. I do think it's good to have more than one of things so you can have them put in different places so that you won't be caught off guard. But um, as far as spending thousands of dollars on, you know, I've got the custom homemade knife that costs $900, that's pretty ridiculous. So we won't get into that, but this is not what we're talking about. am talking about the basic application of this principle. It's good. It's part of being sober. It's part of being prepared. It's part of having your head screwed on, the right way, as we used to say when growing up as a kid, and I wanted to emphasize spiritual application of having these tools as a way uh, of life, basically. And that's what we're going to get into on today's show. And just apply this concept. What the reason I made this patch was to connect with the Christians who are in this community and remind them, hey, it's nice for you to have all these things to be prepared, but what's a higher importance? What's more important for you to have? So as I said, being prepared is part of being sober-minded. Um, as long as it's not motivated by fear or OCD-type problems, you know, we're not talking about that kind of being prepared where it's all motivated by fear. We're just talking about not forgetting things, having what you need to get through the day, um, to use your time more wisely, more efficiently, and just being ready for the things that you know you're going to have to do during the day. And having tools that you know are not going to fail. That's why you know I don't believe it's wrong to spend a little more on something. You know, there's multi-tool like pocket knives in, in the gas station that cost three ninety nine that are made in China. They're going to break the second time you use it. So there's also very good well-made tools that really don't cost that much more. So if you do your research and find out and save up and get one, I would rather buy one thing than keep buying ones that break. That's part of the idea with the EDC community, everyday carry community is, um, you know, let's have good, well-made things that don't break. They don't fail when you need them. Because when you really need something, you need it to work. You don't want it to fail. And a spiritual application there too. Okay. Because God's, tools and God's gifts that he gives us, they never fail. And those of us who are saved can testify into that. And that's what we're going to talk about in the second half. But I just want to get in here to the idea of being sober-minded, Titus 2.6-8. Young men likewise exhort to be sober-minded in all things, showing thyself a pattern of good works, in doctrine showing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity, sound speech that cannot be condemned, that he that is of the contrary part may be ashamed, having no evil thing to say of you. So, you know, that's part of, as I was saying, it's a good thing for a guy to be prepared. And if somebody needs help, you might have what they need to help them. It's a blessing and give God the glory for it. Okay, so as I said, in in the people's typical gear in this community of uh, people who like to carry, everyday carry certain things, it's usually a good pen. A good flashlight and a good knife, or multi tool, or or one of each. I would again just want to emphasize the spiritual application of having these tools on a daily basis. And the main thing that first comes up, besides Luke nine twenty three, is put on the whole armor of God, Ephesians six eleven. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Okay, we need the sword of the spirit more than you're ever going to need any pocket knife or folding knife or bushcraft knife or any kind of sword or anything else. We need the sword of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit of God, the Word of God, Ephesians 6.17, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Just to reinforce that, what I was saying, the, the sword of the Spirit is the Word of God. Amen. And We need to have God's Word We need to have the mind of Christ and have God's word constantly going in so that we know what God wants, what God expects, what God's mind and heart are towards, and so that we can hate the things that he hates, and so that we can love righteousness, so we can be prepared, have our heart right before him, to serve him. And I'm speaking of people who are born again, people who are saved. So praise God that we can have his word and we can... Hide his word in our heart, and we can be, you know, that we won't sin against God, as the Bible says. Psalm 119.11. Thy word have I hid in mine heart, that I might not sin against thee. And so that we can share it with others, too. Be ready always. Okay, 1 Peter 3.15. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. See, this is the ultimate preparation. Be ready always to give an answer for the hope that lieth within you. Be ready to share the gospel. And that's why in our ministry, in the business, kjvprepper.com, we're always emphasizing to have gospel tracts on hand. Okay, That should be the main thing of your everyday carry gear. And we have talked about that a lot, trying to encourage Christians. Carry these things. Have them with you. Don't listen to Stephen Anderson the cult leader who says gospel tracts are worthless. They're not worthless. If you have tracts that have the King James Bible printed on them with a solid gospel presentation message, how could you say that's worthless? But what are some examples of people working really hard for the Lord and getting virtually nothing done? How about tracts, gospel tracts? These tracts are virtually worthless. They're almost totally worthless. You hand out, I mean, if you hand out 10,000 tracts, chances are you got zero people saved. Chances are. Now, a lot of people get offended by that. I, I preached a sermon back in 2007 called Why Tracts Are Worthless, and it made a lot of people really upset. But it's, it's, I stand by everything in that sermon. That sermon's the truth. You know, and the problem, I, I hate tracts. I hate them. I'm against tracts. Woo! What a wicked, devilish, satanic man would say that those are worthless. Those are seeds that God will use. It's not of our power. God will use them. God's word is sharper than any two-edged sword. God's word is powerful and God's word will not return void. Amen. And I don't know how many thousands of people have gotten saved by reading tracts or that tracts have planted seeds or watered seeds. That's up to God. And it's an awful, awful thing to do to try to discourage Christians from handing out gospel tracts. That's an evil thing to say. And he has videos where he promotes that evil agenda. He's a hateful man. Please, if you listen to him or follow him, you need to seek the Lord about that and you need to get away from him. Amen. Okay. The word of God hidden in our heart is sharper than any two-edged sword. As we read earlier in the show, Hebrews 4.12, I read that every the beginning of every show. okay, Because this is a spiritual battle, and the sword of the Spirit is the Word of God that we need to know. We need to have that. To, we need to be able to have the Lord do that work in us and divide within us what needs to be cut out and what needs to be removed. As we're sanctified and guide us and direct us. As far as a pen, I found this interesting verse here Job nineteen twenty-three through 25. Oh, that my words were now written. Oh, that they were printed in a book, that they were graven with an iron pen and led in the rock forever. For I know that my Redeemer liveth and that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. Praise God. It's just. Amazing, and thank God we do have His Word written for us it's unchangeable it's uncorruptible, born again by the incorruptible seed of the Word of God first peter one twenty three being born again, not of corruptible seed but of incorruptible, by the Word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. Amen. the Word of God is alive Stephen Anderson Anderson's a fool. He is a fool and a liar. How dare you say that it's worthless? Whether it's on a track or on a handwritten letter to someone in prison or quoting it from memory, the Word of God is never worthless. Don't let these lying satanic devils deceive you and discourage you. We need to have the Word of God in our everyday carry gear. We need to have gospel tracks amen if you don't have some you should get some if you don't want to get some from from our tracks we have at kjvprepper.com get them from someone else make your own print them out I, as long as they're biblical solid gospel message I'm encouraging you to make that a part of your everyday carry amen and then just don't carry them hand them out you should be running out of them and you should say boy I need to get more tracks I've been handing out that's why we issued the the challenge to hand out at least one a day only God knows how He'll multiply that. Amen. Now getting back to some of the spiritual application on the, the the different gear and how it applies. An obvious application with flashlights, I mean obviously light, light in the darkness. Um we know the true light of the world, and we are called to share his glorious light, God's light. Proverbs 623 says. For the commandment is a lamp, and the law is light. And reproofs of instruction are the way of life. So those that are dead in their sin and don't want to repent and believe, don't want to receive correction. It says fools despise wisdom and correction. Proverbs one seven: The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and correction. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. They're like a little kid. They don't want to hear. It. They put their hands over their ear. La, 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 la. I can't hear you. They don't want to hear it. They despise it because they love their sin. And they don't want to let go to their own eternal damnation. That's how stubborn they are and stiff necked. They're going to be destroyed, and they don't care. They don't want to see the light. exposes the darkness in their heart, the sin. As Jesus said, they hated because he exposed their sin. In John 15, Jesus said, If I had not come and spoken unto them, they had not had sin. But now they have no cloak for their sin. He that hateth me, hateth my Father also. Amen. Jesus Christ, the light of the glorious gospel, the light of the truth, his righteousness, he exposes the sin. And you must come to a decision. That's why they need to be warned. The light shined in the darkness, and they comprehended it not. They hated the light. Because they love their sin. And it's the same today. But they still need to be warned. It's our duty to warn them because they're condemned. Okay, John 3.19 says, And this is the condemnation, that light has come into the world, and men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. The light shined in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended him not because their deeds were evil. They love the evil. They don't want the light. Okay, that's why it's an old saying, Bad things happen at night. It's true. The freaks come out at night, it's true. A lot of wickedness takes place in the night, in the dark. It's more than symbolic, and it's real, it's true. And then things that are spiritually dark are evil, okay? And there's a real battle constantly going on every day. We need the light of the Lord, the light of, of God's truth guiding us. Jesus Christ said in John 12, 46, I am come a light into the world that whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. And in Acts twenty six eighteen, the Holy Spirit inspired words of the apostle Paul says, he came, this is what he preached the gospel for, to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God. That they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me praise god jesus christ made a way he calls us out of the darkness he raises us from the dead spiritually gives you a new life we're a new creature in christ amen and we need to carry this light to the world and we we can't hide our light under a bushel we need to shine and preach the gospel And share with others. Amen? And it's the only hope that anyone has is Jesus Christ. Amen? In the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, verse 79, Zacharias prophesied about the coming Messiah. And he declared his reason to come is to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Praise God. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. Amen. Psalm 119, 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Matthew five fourteen. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on an hill cannot be hid. Matthew five sixteen. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Amen. We need to shine God's light. We need to share the truth of the gospel. And the gospel is God's light. Okay. And only God's light can bring salvation. Only God's light can bring salvation. And we're going to look into that further in the scriptures when we come back on Truth Dealer Radio. We'll be right back. Truth Dealer Radio. No matter what time zone you're in,
1: it's truth o'clock. The time is short. That is why KJV Prepper Christian shirts are worn to warn. KJV Prepper Wear can be a bold witness to the unsaved and encourage believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. All designs are original. Visit KJVPrepper.com
0: for effective Christian apparel. Worn to warn. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio. We are going to be having a Thanksgiving week sale that's going to start today, Saturday, November 17th. It is going to be 30% off site-wide. So you can take advantage of that, save, prepare a little bit up, Christian apparel, gear, gospel tracks, different things, kjvprepper.com. Get the word out. Before the break, we were talking about everyday carry, having the tools you need throughout the day, having things that are well-made and reliable, to get you through life's trials and different things that may come your way. And we're looking at a spiritual application of that, getting into the idea of God's light, the light, the true light, that never fails. And I was saying that only God's light can bring salvation to a lost sinner. 2 Corinthians 4, 3 through 7. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. And I just want to stop right there. And That's a revolutionary thought in this day and age. The world these days, they don't even want to concede to the fact that there are people who are lost. Even some so-called Christian ministries don't want to concede to that Bible truth. People are lost and they're going to go to hell without Jesus Christ. If they don't believe and be converted from darkness to light, come from death to life, okay? They need to be resurrected and converted in the, into the image of Christ. They need to be born again. That whole that whole concept is not even being taught. You're looked upon as judgmental and extreme to even just make that distinction, saved and lost. But it is a Bible based fact. And that's why Jesus Christ had to come and take on flesh and die on the cross for us. It was no small matter. It's serious. And it's real. He didn't do it for fun. Understand that. This is why we need to preach the gospel to every creature. Continuing on, for we preach not ourselves, For Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Amen. God needs to get all the glory. And again, this is why we encourage people to hand out tracts. Hand out tracks. Be bold for the Lord. And we need to praise God and give God all the glory, okay, that he, he gives us, those who are saved, the whole armor of God. And we must put it on daily, so to speak, carry our cross daily, and we must put on the whole armor of God so that we can stand in the evil day, so that we can withstand and be prepared for the battle that comes through every day. Okay, if you're not feeling a battle, you're either lost or you're just really weak and backslidden and lukewarm and you have not tasted the power of God and you need to really seek the Lord either way. And he'll show you. Ephesians 6.10-18 through 18 brings this home. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. There is, again, the ultimate preparation. Be ready always. Okay. Be prepared. Be ready to give an answer for the hope that lieth within you. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always, with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Amen. We need to pray for each other, for all those in the world that are being persecuted, those Christians that are really stepping up to the plate, serving the Lord, risking their lives. Pray for all the saints everywhere in the world. And we need the armor of God every day. And this is the ultimate preparation, the ultimate everyday carry, carry your cross, put on the armor of God, and we need to stand. And this is a battle, and I just want to encourage you to to be strong. Let the Lord fight for us, but we have to be strong on a daily basis. We have to be resigned and submitted to God. We have to submit to the Lord and obey his voice, hear his voice and obey his voice Obey his leadings. Amen. And so I just wanted to encourage you on those points today. And may we all use our lives to serve the Lord. Okay. And we're praying for all those that are lost. Anybody that's listening that has not been born again. We're praying for you. I just want to thank you all for listening. God bless you. Truth Dealer Radio is listener supported. If you want to support Truth Dealer Radio, there is a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Be strong. Truth Dealer Radio. Radio. No matter what time zone
1: you're in, it's truth truth. o'clock. TruthDealerRadio.com. You keep talking about Jesus. Some folks out there just might be listening. Tax Day is coming. Oh, no.